Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Ed Vitagliano. And welcome back, folks. I am Ed Vitagliano. I'm sitting in for Tim Wildman today. I'm joined in studio by Fred Jackson. And also now joining us, as he typically does, at 11.05 Central Time is Steve Jordahl. What's up, Steve? Hey, I'm your token Norwegian sitting in. Token Norwegian. <laughs> Jordal, is that Nor- is, is that a Norwegian? It's a Norwegian. Okay. It means fertile valley, I think. Uh, Jordal Valley. And yes. And my, so my dad used to say that our our birthstone is a dirt clot. <laughs> but a fertile and a very verdant, nutrient rich. I uh, hear a couple clot. words for you. Verdant. Verdant. Verdant yeah, means very green. Yes, very good. And bucolic. Bucolic. That, sound, that I, sounds I had like that a disease. I, was a kid. I had that when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, it does, doesn't it? Bucolic. Uh, so uh, bucolic, I've heard the word, but I can't, I, I don't remember the definition. What is bucolic? It's, it is a uh, farm, uh, a, a, a view of nature, a view of green. I'll get the exact okay. definition. Well, here. that's all right. I, I, I just, uh, bucolic. I really did think of, uh, I was kidding, about colic having colic yeah, no. as a kid. But. It is uh, related to pleasant aspects of the countryside. Or country uh, life, bucolic. That's yes. not the. That's not really a word that sounds like what you're describing, though, does it? No. Bucolic sounds harsh. It's, it really does sound like indigestion. I would, I would use the word like scenic. You could scenic. Yes, bucolic. but if you want to sound all hoity-toity, you yes. use bucolic. Bucolic. <laughs> wow, that is so verdant and yes. bucolic. Verdant I'm going to try bucolic. to yeah. impress my wife. Yeah, it impressed it's mine. So verdant and bucolic. <laughs> Yes. You'd probably say, really, you, you don't feel good? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, Steve, what do we got? All right, you guys have been talking a little bit about what was going on in Wisconsin with the family, Wisconsin Family Action Headquarters getting Molotov cocktailed. Yeah. Is that firebombed? Fire- okay, I was going to yeah. say firebombed. It, it, it sounds pretty dramatic, and it was. It was just, it was just horrific. Well, um, a couple things. Uh, I wanted to bring you some headlines. Well, one headline, and I wanted to tell you what the, how the chief of police in Madison is responding. So the headline, this is from The Hill, and it said, Fire Breaks Out at a Family, and I don't, um, I've, I've lost it. Fire Breaks Out at Wisconsin, at a pro-life group, an anti-abortion group headquarters. So The Hill, which is the kind Hill. of a left of center it, online it's, news it's source, pretty right? good. It's, it's solid political, I mean, it's accurate political reporting when, when for the most part. Yeah, that's why I say left of center. It's, yeah. it's opinions when they have them are clearly kind of leftish, but not, I wouldn't not radical, but this is, yeah. but there this is, is so they said a fire, fire breaks, breaks out. out at Wisconsin anti-abortion group office. This is the Hill. You know, Ted Cruz, someone, someone left a pizza in the oven. Yes. Un, 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 it's unattended. Like, it's like guns kill thousands of people. Yeah. It's like people who take, uh, you know, hundreds of dollars worth of stuff from a store in San Francisco uh, stocks are depleted, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> or uh, you know, mobs—they they, they uh, protest up in Minneapolis. Uh, a window breaks. <laughs> a window breaks. Yes, that's a right. A car drives into a crowd. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is all. This is all. It, it, we're kind of getting a laugh about it, but this is how the media manipulates. Yes. Your mind. It's listen. trying to make you think one thing when something else entirely is going on. I want you to listen to the statement from the Madison chief of police. This is the chief law enforcement officer in charge of investigating this thing in Madison, Wisconsin. Our friend Julian Appling, who's ahead of this. I mean, we know these people. These are good people. 
This is his statement. The Madison Police Department understands members of our community are feeling deep emotions due to the recent news involving the United States Supreme Court. Early Sunday morning, our team began investigating a suspicious fire inside an office building on the city's north side. It appears a specific nonprofit that supports anti-abortion measures was targeted. Our department has and continues to support people being able to freely and openly speak about their beliefs. But we feel any acts of violence, we feel any acts of violence, including destruction of property, doesn't aid any cause. We've made our federal partners aware of this incident and are working with them in the Madison Fire Department to investigate the case. Mm. We feel that this isn't helpful. Hey, Fred, this how is about, the chief of police in how, Madison. How about this? Uh, arson will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. There you go. If you do it, you're going to spend time in a penitentiary in Wisconsin. That's very harsh. Ed. Yes, I <laughs> can be a harsh guy. We, we, we have a couple of things. You have to remember, this is Madison, Wisconsin. Very little. Not a bedrock of conservatism there. And cr- congratulations to the pro-family group there, standing strong. Yes. But we will watch this, and we will see what happens. You know, Molotov cocktail, probably there may be a way to get fingerprints somewhere along the way. There's so many cameras on every corner. Surely the Madison Police Department will find out who carried this out. Was it early Sunday morning? It was. And people who do this are kind of idiots anyway, so someone's not going to be able to not brag. Yes. Right. They'll brag to somebody. You know, this is... I've said this on the air. I'm not sure this is constitutional, but I think it should be. You should not be able to protest or do anything with a mask on. Mm. I mean, the only time you should be able to have a mask on is if it is the dead of winter. And at that point, probably most people in Wisconsin are staying inside anyway. Or, or if you're a liberal, or, or, or if Dr. Fauci tells you you're a liberal and COVID yes. breaks out. Yes, that's true. <laughs> but I'm saying these people who show up, these Antifa folks with the, with half their face covered, yeah. they should be arrested just for that. I, yes. There are some cities who've tried those ordinances, and I don't know. We'll have to ask Abe maybe what the yeah. outcome of those is or the constitutionality. But I know people have tried that because you should. To, to me, it's no different than all those westerns I grew up watching where a guy walks into a bank with a bandana pulled up over his face, he intends to commit a crime. That's why yeah. he's covering his to face. To be honest, to be to be fair, though, it's not legal to rob a bank without a mask either. Well, that's, <laughs> no, that, that, is a, that is a good point. Uh, but what, you see these – I'm sorry I'm going to the movie uh, example. But the guy gets off yeah. his horse, pulls the bandana up, mm-hmm. okay? He should be arrested <laughs> on the spot. Yep. Because he's obviously Where's Matt Dillon when going you need him? to walk into the bank and rob it. So, all right, what else we got? Okay, hey, um, so we've been seeing a, a, a ton of kids who decide for some reason, younger and younger, that they are transgender. We are hearing from what the Daily Mail um, is calling, uh, the newspaper called the Daily Mail is calling a top psychologist. We can't fact check that because this psychologist needs to or wants to remain anonymous for fear of reprisal from his or her uh, colleagues. And by the way, we're we're not doing all that pronoun nonsense. No, I just don't know if it's we a just him don't or know her. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's a. Yeah, I don't know who this person is. Let's, so, uh, let's call her. Let's call. This person is she. Okay. Just for the sake of... Just for the case. So this leading uh, psychologist with 16 years experience says that more than half of her patients now identify as transgender. Half. Half. And this is what she's seeing. 
She says she's currently seeing a dozen families and has helped almost 40 over the past year, but has never before encountered so many young patients identifying as trans, transgender. In many cases, she says, and I'm reading straight from the Daily Mail, youngsters now coming to see her with mental anguish or suicidal thoughts had been allowed to transition from one gender to another at ages five or six sometimes that young. Five or six. How does a five or six-year-old know that there's such a thing as transgender? Parents have to be culpable. But you see, what this psychologist is finding out is that these parents are clueless. She says parents rarely associated the psychological problems that were blighting their children's lives with their change of gender. The parent will be telling me about their teenager, about the mental anguish, suicidal thoughts, and self-harm. And then they drop something in so casually, I'd almost think I'd missed it. Oh, and he's a trans boy or girl. Transitioned when he was five. But, hey, that's all fine. Nothing's wrong there. You heard, uh, was it Chris? It was the New Jersey, the Connecticut senator, Chris. Uh, senator Chris Murphy. Chris Murphy. Mm-hmm. By the way, um, Brent, I, didn't, well, I wasn't left a shot sheet. I'm going to need some help here when we come to call him for bites. But um, Chris Murphy said, oh, these kids are bullied. And, they're, and the reason that they're suicide, uh, that they have such mental health issues, is because they're, they're bullied. No. No. This is what I was saying in the last hour. Go ahead. This is what she says. The children have been sold a lie that allowing their children, the parents, to allow their children to live at a young age as the opposite gender does not have a psychological risk. She says the trans lobby has convinced people not to worry about children socially transitioning because it is reversible. But she says that's wrong. Children whose gender changes, whose gender changed was affirmed by adults around them commonly find themselves in what she says is an impossible situation when they reach puberty. Social transition is not reversible because what we tell our children for years cannot be reversed. When we disconnect them from their biological sex, we set up patterns of denial and secrets. We set them up to hate their bodies at puberty, to beg for puberty blockers and binders, Because for years, we told them they could change sex, and they believed us, but their body knows otherwise. Mm. Fred, listen, this this is, I get so angry at at this topic, because it is clear, when, when, when kids are little, they listen to adults. Yes. They trust adults, and if the adults tell them, and it's not just the parents, the parents are being told, by these mental health professionals, and then the schools are coming along and the guidance counselors, they're all backing this up. These kids are told, you're trans. Okay, all right, so I'm going to try to turn my mind 180 degrees and this is the way I'll live. And precisely what Steve is talking about and this psychologist, uh, man or woman we don't know, wanting to remain anonymous, let me tell you, not only will that person probably lose their career if they made known who they are. They might have their lives threatened. But the body, when these kids reach puberty Mm. and a boy who is told he's a girl finds himself attracted to girls, now his, his world, his mind has been shredded. And that is what I think is behind the suicide. It's not the bullying because all the adults in these kids' lives are applauding. Yes. From that story, you now understand 
why the state of Florida, why Governor DeSantis, why they had to pass that law. You may be scratching your head. Why, why are you worried about kindergarten and grade one, grade two, grade three? Why are you worried about them? Surely a teacher is not going to encourage them because they read something on social media or a, or a friend of theirs said, hey, do you want to avoid? Do you want to be a girl? You know, you can be a girl. No, there was a reason that law had to be passed. Right. That teachers are not allowed to talk about these things with a five-year-old, with a six-year-old, with a seven-year-old. That's all this law says. You are not allowed to do that. And the reason that law had to be brought in, because it was happening. Right. It was happening. And furthermore, there were school districts that said, and you know what? We're not going to tell the parents. Yes. We're not going to tell the parents about this conversation. They have closets with clothes for the kids that change their to girls' clothes for boys, etc. At school. At school. And they and they tell the classroom, you're going to use the new pronoun. That's right. For for this individual. But we're not telling the parents. Right. Yes. And it, this, this is why Texas passed its law mm-hmm. saying this basically this is child abuse. You're not going to give kids puberty blockers. Yes. The confusion that is being sown in this country. And I'll say this, like I said during COVID, okay, the medical and scientific communities are cruising for a moment when the society says we're not listening to you anymore that's right because you lied to us about covid not everything that was said during covid was a lie don't get me don't get me wrong but there was so much true misinformation so much going back and forth so much hypocrisy all right so many people said i don't know whether i can trust everyone says follow the science i don't know whether i can trust the scientists because there seems to be so much politics involved, mm-hmm. and that is what's happening here, too. For those out there in the medical field or the scientific community, if you if you don't speak up, this is going to happen, and people are going to say, we're never going to believe you again right. because you're corrupt. Yes. Your scientific method was mm-hmm. one thing. I trusted it, but politics got in. Mm-hmm. I'm not buying anything you say. I don't have data to back this up, but follow the logic here. If you are a kindergarten teacher or first grade teacher, you went to some kind of school to learn about teaching kids, and right. you had to be told how influential they are, how you can manipulate their thoughts, how you teach them. Because when you teach them, sometimes it's proper to teach them by encouraging them in some way or another, right. manipulating, if you will. But they, there is they a lot of these teachers. It's a feather in their cap when they decide that they want to train uh, to change a child to be trans. It has nothing to do with the best interest of the child or even the, what the child says. Every four-year-old boy is going to play with a doll every once in a while, right. and every four-year-old girl is going to want to be a cowboy. It, it doesn't mean a thing. Yeah, Right. And, 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 and the thing is that these teachers have been s- sold a bill of goods, too. They have a feather in their cap because they think they're doing something good. I don't think for they this do. Child. I think they you know? just are. I think well, some do. Yes, I yeah. can't. I can't argue with it. Some maybe think they're doing good, but I think some are just possessed. It's demonic. well. There's one other element too, mom and dad. You got to check the books. Right. It may not be the teacher overtly that's introducing this to your child, but there's books coming into the school library, coming into the curriculum. We've talked about you know mathematics courses. With with this kind of junk uh, hidden in the mathematics uh, right. of a uh, of a question, you talked about that earlier. Well, you know, listen, th- these I, I've read. You? I've been doing some research on this issue for something that I'm writing mm. for American Family Association. Just read this morning, 
where an article said, might have been in the New York Times, I can't recall, said that every major mental health group in the country believes in this transgender movement. Yeah. Okay. So that's they're saying there's no disagreement. Mm-hmm. And then later on, you read that, that they don't know these puberty blockers have not been approved by the FDA. That's amazing. Okay. Nobody really knows what the long-term effects of these drugs are. Nobody knows. So then how do all these mental health agencies and, and groups, professional groups, how are they so supportive of it? Mm. Because politics has entered in. Yeah, I know. Yeah, did you guys talk about the multiple choice test uh, question in, um, no, in Missouri? No, no. So uh, this is to to your point. This was a uh, this I believe was an AP high school test. It was on a computer, but there was a test that they it, it had to do with uh, social studies. And I want you to listen. This is from Fox and Friends this morning. Uh, Steve Ducey is going to read this question that came on a um, the multiple choice test from this school district in Missouri, and you're going to hear Missouri State Representative Nick Schroer, who, um, who has, is going to reply to this. But listen to the question as it was posed to these high school kids. Cut eight. The multiple choice question read, quote, Teresa has heard in the news about the fatal shootings of unarmed African-American men by police officers, but does not think it is necessarily due to racism. Teresa is most likely what? A, a Democrat, or a black woman, a Republican, or a Democrat-leaning woman? With the correct answer, according to the assignment, Republican. Parents across the nation have finally uh, been wide awake due to COVID. I think that's a silver lining in the entire pandemic because so many parents are now awake and seeing what's happening in their school districts. And here in the Winsville School District, we even had a privilege walk. They, they forced kids to take a 29 question white privilege walk. And, and I think it's time that we get this woke garbage out of our public schools. And the only way we're gonna fix this is embracing school choice, allowing those tax dollars to follow the kids to the institution that's going to best suit them. I, I, I agree on that and we'll want to get to that here in just a second but uh fred i I was interested to note the wording here uh awake versus woke yes parents are awake versus the woke garbage that's that's very interesting yeah very much so this school district is suburb of uh st louis all right very interesting there is uh, some honest journalists have decided to uh investigate this uh, the school district, if uh, and I stand to be corrected on this, their response to this is, well, we didn't design this test. This this was a, a, an AP test, not Associated Press. You no, know, uh, it's an advanced placement, placement test, and yes. it was at Holt High School. Yeah, the advanced placement people are saying, gee, we don't know how this question got on there. Yeah, well, everybody's so, blaming everybody else. The school says it's the AP people, and the AP people's not us. Well, we I, I like uh, whoever said that was talking at the end there after Peter Ducey introduced the story. Nick Schroer. Nick Schroer. S-H-R-O-E-R. Okay, <laughs> Schroer. Okay, I, 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 that, that is the answer. The yep. answer is mm-hmm. ta- uh, tax dollars going to parents, vouchers, and they get to spend them wherever they want. Yes. That is the only way you're going to break the stranglehold that these left-leaning teachers unions have on public education. That's the only way you're going to break the stranglehold of these woke education schools mm-hmm. and departments of education is you say, you teach my kid this, I'm moving them to the school down the street. And I think those, I think those tax dollars go to parents 
and then the parents decide whether it's a public school, a charter school, a Christian school, a just private school, uh, and that, to me, makes it constitutional because the parents are making the decision of where they spend. The, that's the only way you break this. Yep. It is the only way. Yep. All right. All right. Hey, <laughs> here. So um, if, if I have someone come in and steal something from me, I want this guy to come and steal something from me. Dateline, Port Arthur, Texas. The police there are looking for a thief who stole a lawnmower from a home. I know this story. A thief who a stole thief, a lawnmower. He stole a lawnmower. He walked into the garage and stole a lawnmower. But before he walked off with a lawnmower, he filled it with gas and cut the guy's front and backyard that he stole it from. <laughs> There's video of this. It is the funniest thing. He's going to steal this lawnmower, and you see on the video, he's mowing the guy's lawn. It's in the dark. He's mowing in the, the dark. Yeah, he's mowing were the, the guy's. Were the people were the people home? No, I I don't well, think I don't, so. I think they probably would have woken up, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's yeah. mowing. Well, it, it, you, so he can't be just simply trying to figure out if the if the lawnmower works. No, well, no. You would know that after one pass. Yes. Yeah, the so front and backyard. He does the front and backyard. But then he walked <laughs> off with the mower? Then he walked off with the mower. <laughs> he had a half guilty conscience. I guess. I'm I stealing know. something, but I'll do something nice for these people well, before where, I leave. Where are the neighbors? At least call your at least call your neighbor and say, Why are you mowing the grass in the middle of the night? I kid you not. <laughs> That's uh well, listen. I, I, I don't know that I would want that guy to steal from me because you're still missing a lawnmower, but um at least he at least he had some some good manners. I guess. He I guess did. he. I guess he said, "Well, I'm going to give the guy an opportunity to take a week or two to get a new lawnmower because <laughs> yes. his yard is mowed." He was I, a thoughtful thief. Yes, he was thoughtful. <laughs> he was. Uh, All right. You have grandkids. Yes, I and, do. And you have grandkids too, Fred? Right? I have one. Yeah. I have uh, some grandkids. Would you recognize your grandkids in a crowd? Yeah. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Listen to our president, who was uh, at an <laughs> event. This is cut seven. Jill doesn't let me get in these conversations. So I'm gonna... <laughs> and Secretary of Education, Miguel Cardona, where are you, Miguel? Yeah, where is my... He says, there he is. He's oh, educating people I'm... in the back. There I'm you go. Miguel. Did you see Naomi, too? Did you see Naomi, too? I, I didn't see Naomi. She's over here. How can you miss her? Well, I, I'll tell you what. Hey, Naomi, how are you? <laughs> That's my granddaughter, my oldest, our oldest granddaughter. And, and her fiance. And her, I can't see. And Peter. And Peter. Well, you all have to know all this, you know. It's really important. <laughs> Secretary yeah, Interior, yeah. Deb Howland. Where's Deb? <laughs> wow. Here. So he uh, he did not Okay, so I want to I want to give the president the benefit of the doubt. Does he have really bad eyesight? Cuz I, I don't he don't wear glasses. Yeah. I don't know how you don't know who you recognize your granddaughter, and he clearly couldn't remember. I know clearly couldn't remember that. her fiance's name, <laughs> and Jill Biden, the the first lady, is constantly yes. having to do this. And and hence, do you hear him at the beginning say, "Jill doesn't let me get into these conversations." Yeah, <laughs> I will say this: I do rely on my wife to remind me things on occasion. And get okay now, names he, and such. Group, yes. now, if you now who's this person again? So, but. Then again, I'm not president of the United <laughs> that's States. That's your so. granddaughter, Ed. <laughs> yeah, that's beyond the pale. You, you, you got to know who your granddaughter is, especially your oldest.
All right, folks, that's all the time we have for this edition of Today's Issues. More great programming directly ahead on the American Family Radio Network. By the way, download the AFR app if you want to listen to AFR anywhere you go, as long as you have a good signal. Uh, bye for now. Tim Wildman should join us again uh, tomorrow on this program. And uh, Lord willing, we'll see you then. <laughs>